0: Moms, are your kids tired of the same old breakfast? If the answer is yes, then you need to try Pop Culture Leftovers. It's the breakfast podcast that not only tastes great, but it's healthy for your kids. And the best part is kids don't know that Pop Culture Leftovers is a super source of vitamins and minerals. Kids are pretty stupid. That's why good moms grab for Pop Culture Leftovers in the morning. And moms, if you aren't giving your kids Pop Culture Leftovers in the morning, maybe you really don't love them at all. But who am I to judge? Pop culture leftovers. It's What's for Breakfast.
1: Episode 21.
2: There's already like 7 million podcasts.
3: It's a trap.
2: Good to it, good it, do we love it? Hey, let's race it. embrace it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over. Counter over. Pop culture. Left over. And with the uncool kids. What's to say already been said. Left over. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that sings leftovers are are, are you ready for the only podcast hotter than a human torch it's pop culture leftovers five four
4: three two one Uh, wait, hey, hello. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers. Uh, so we recorded last night and we were having internet issues. I don't know if it was because of storms or whatever, but like on uh, Jay and Jake's end, they um, I for some reason there was a huge delay. So, like, me and Dan would introduce the show and say, Hey, it's Brian, it's Dan, it's Jason, it's Jake. And so there'd be like a huge delay in Gap. So we'd have to like drop the call, call back, and then like it would work for a while. And then it would just keep happening. So it was a little annoying. So I think we, I don't know, maybe we got half an hour in, but see, like every time we would do like any, like, like you know, 15 minutes to five minutes to whatever, we would get in a groove and then we'd have to stop. And it was very frustrating. So we just kind of gave up and we're like, we can't do it. It's just not going to happen tonight. Um, kind of like some, you know, certain men's sex lives. Sometimes they can, you know, perform and other times they can't. We just needed internet Viagra and unfortunately we didn't have it last night. So, um, I'm going to play, you know, what we did record. Uh, but then I'm also going to go over some other news that I thought was interesting in the meantime. Um, and we're going to hold off on the Meet the Leftovers show. Cause I think, honestly, I think that's a bad omen. Like at the last couple of times that we've tried to do this Meet the Leftovers thing, it's, like, not worked out. I mean, our internet, we've had internet issues and things like that. And it's not audio issues, people. It's it's internet issues. Uh, internet's just running slow. And um, so I apologize for that. Um, nothing I can really do, unfortunately. But uh, let's go over, uh, I'm going to go over a little bit of news, and then I'll play, you know, what we were able to record last night. Um, let's see here. Uh yeah Disney was talking about doing some solo movies every year and they they've come out and they've confirmed that 100% that they after 2015 Star Wars 7 they're going to do solo movies each year. Um and most of these they said are going to be origin stories. Uh origin stories for who we don't know but probably like the most you know popular characters because they're going to want to sell money. Um uh, they're going to want to sell uh tickets. Um so Basically, um, I think, of course, you know, you've got to have a Han Solo origin story, and uh, I think the most important thing they can do in a Han Solo movie is to just cast him correctly. Um, you know, you have to get the casting right. Like, if it was based just like purely on looks, I'd go with Josh Hartnett, but it's not. I mean, I don't think he has the acting ability to pull that character off correctly. Um, you know, filling uh, filling in, um, Harrison, Sp- Harrison Ford's shoes. That's a, that's a big task. Um, uh, they were talking about Nathan Fillion, you know, from Firefly. Um, you know, that's a good choice. I just don't know if he has the box office draw, but with star Wars behind his name, this could be the kind of breakout role that he needs to, you know, go for. So, um, you know, definitely I think Nathan Fillion's up there on my list. Uh, You know, I just really I just want the movie to be a fun movie, Uh, have Han and Chewie just going around the galaxy, uh, getting involved in smuggling and different capers, um, women and, you know, of course, money. Um, I think I think it'd be a fun movie. It should be a fun movie. Um, And then show some of these, uh, you know, other smugglers that, you know, Han deals with. Maybe maybe an origin story of how he meets Lando Calrissian you know, those two, and, uh, those two gambling, you know, and, and maybe show that scene where Lando, um, lost the Falcon to, to Han and, 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 you know, watch the ship bounce back and forth between the two. I think that'd be cool. Um, of course you could have like a Boba Fett movie, uh, Boba Fett movie would be really cool. Uh, it's just now we've got to worry about like the casting of like who we're going to cast as Boba Fett, because you've, pretty much showing us what Boba Fett looks like in Star Wars episode two. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of an issue, <laughs> but, uh, I, I think it's no big deal. I mean, if they're going to cast Nathan Fillion possibly, or, or one of these other actors as Han Solo, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to have like somebody else go in there and, and play Boba Fett. Um, and, uh, my cats are attacking Hey, whoa, my cats are going nuts right now. This is like National Geographic shit going on in my place. Hold up, I gotta stop this. You leave. Leave Mrs. Mac alone. Wow. So much for not meet the leftovers, you just Oh yeah, that just happened. Yeah, so One of my cats is bullying the other cat and chased the cat underneath the chair. And so the other cat thought that he would jump in and bully the other cat. So it's two guys on a girl. And no, I'm not talking about uh, adult films. This is... This is... Aw. Leave, hey. (laughs) Leave her alone. I swear I'm trying to talk Star Wars here. Wow. Anyway. Um, So, you know... um, Where was I? Boba Fett. Yeah. Um... And I'm sure, that as far as, like, other solo movies, uh, I'm sure Disney's going to cash in on the Ewoks for sure. And if they were smart, they would get Pixar to do, like, a, one of those CGI, you know, uh, movies with the, with the Ewoks. You know, definitely do not go live-action with this. Um, I don't even think I would go to the theater to see a live-action Ewok movie. Now, maybe kids would. Maybe kids would dig a live-action Ewok movie, but I'm not there for it, so... Um, I always thought that it would be cool if there was a TV show or a movie that showed Obi-Wan Kenobi watching over Luke Skywalker as he was growing up, um, Obi-Wan was just, you know, kind of watching his life from afar. Um, it would be an Obi-Wan Kenobi show and, and focus on his adventures on Tatooine, but it would also tie into, like, different stages of Luke's life. Um, you know, maybe there are times in Luke's life where he could have maybe died and unbeknownst to him, uh, Obi-Wan was uh, over watching him, protecting him, making sure that he's okay and, and uh, making sure that, you know, uh, his uh, uncle, aunt and uncle are taking good care of him as well. Maybe there was a time in his life where he maybe fell from a cliff, you know, hanging out with some friends uh and obi-wan used the force to catch him and lay him down safely and you know i can see that scene um you know uh he's playing near the edge of a cliff and and he falls and uh maybe he's pretending he's a jedi you know something cool like that and i can see like his friends watching him fall and you know them gasp and and then he survives and then you know biggs you know kid biggs yeah, says something like wow did you see that how are you alive and like all, all these kids are like wow amazing and and luke just you know comes out unscathed you know something that should have like killed him um or maybe you know someone you know knew who luke was and then they were out to kill him or kidnap him and and obi-wan you know took that person out first and and you know luke didn't even know luke had no clue um, so it would just be a really cool behind-the-scenes look at Obi-Wan's life and, and Luke's life. Um, and it shows that on Tatooine that Obi-Wan Kenobi was more than just a hermit. There were, there were other things going on. Um, so I, I think that would, be, that would be my solo idea movie. Like maybe next week I can talk to the leftovers as far as like what their solo movie ideas would be. Um, there was also an additional rumor from Talkbacker. We talked about a rumor last week from Talkbacker. Um, also, one of the sources confirms that Han Solo's space freighter, the Millennium Falcon, will be back, and that Tatooine will be featured in the story too. Uh, "Quote: Yes, the Falcon will make a big, big appearance. Actual scale size cross section of the Falcon is being constructed over at Pinewood Studios, along with a power plant set and the famous cantina." End quote. So that got me excited. If that rumor from Talkbacker is true, so uh, very much, very much looking forward to that. Um, now there was also uh, this past week there were some uh, people wanting to either. That's my cat's tail hitting the mic. This is the cat that got abused. Her name is Mrs. Mac. You okay, hon? Huh? Whoa! See, she feels threatened by everyone. I tried to pet her and she went to bite me. You know they've really they've really done a number on her this morning. It's okay, sweetheart. It's okay. I'll get you some treats here in a second. But you are kind of being a bitch. So maybe that's why they did it. Maybe that's why they t- tried to take you out.
2: Okay? Maybe you just shouldn't be so bitchy.
4: All right. Anyway. Um, uh, let's see here. There was a couple a couple actors in the news this week that were kind of, you know, wanting to maybe put their, uh, you know... Um, names in the hat to be different uh, superheroes. And unfortunately, the first one was Justin Bieber. Um, he he had, I guess he got a hold of, uh, or he had somebody make him a fake, <laughs> that's my cat rubbing his head on the mic again. You like doing that, don't you? You're going to bite me, aren't you? I love you anyway. All right. So Justin Bieber had a, um, maybe he had some, because he couldn't make it, I'm sure, but somebody made him a fake um Batman Superman script uh and like some and he like tweeted something about it with like a hashtag of like Robin uh trying to get people to think that he's going to be the next Robin in uh the next uh you know Superman versus Batman movie uh, or Man of Steel too whatever you want to call it um It was just a prank, though. I mean, who's going to believe this other than, like, you know, maybe teenagers believe this. um, Because, you know, he's probably a lot bigger of a deal in their world than he is in mine. Like, I couldn't even tell you the name of one song this little turd has sung. I have no idea what this little asshole is out there doing. I just saw, like, a video of him, like, spitting on, like, one of his fans. Like, from a from a balcony and he didn't spit he just like let the spit just like fall out of his mouth and it's pretty disgusting and they tried to like wipe it off the internet his reps, but like it got spread and even I saw that um but uh, there's no way that Snyder is going to cast uh, this this asshole as Robin i mean um maybe they i don't know they might consider him uh they might cast him as the uh tall physically capable female love interest for bruce wayne that we talked about last week but there's no way in hell that they would ever cast him as robin or nightwing or anything uh the robin gag it's just fake i mean the only thing that this kid gains from this is if like mtv offers him you know hosting duties on uh punked or something but that's it. It was ridiculous. Now, uh, the second casting I wanted to talk about was uh, actor Channing Tatum has expressed his desire to play a superhero. He wanted. To, he's interested in playing X Men's Gambit. Uh, he was speaking at a press event for White House Down. Channing Tatum talked about his love for the character and desire to play him. "Quote: I would like to play Gambit. Gambit's my favorite." I'm from New Orleans, and around that area. My dad's from New Orleans, and I like to do a Cajun accent. I could do it for real. No knock on Taylor Kitsch, though, because I actually like this Gambit, but liked his Gambit. But I've always lived around Cajun people. Gambit was always like the woman-loving, cigarette-smoking, drinking guy. He was the punk rock of all superheroes. He's a thief. He kind of rode the line. Um, you know, and honestly, I'd never thought I'd ever want to see Channing Tatum as a superhero, but from that quote, I mean, he sounds pretty passionate about it and and, and that's what I'd like to hear from an actor. Um, I honestly wish I had audio of that so I could really get a sense of just how passionate. Um, so this is where I would typically ask the other leftovers what their thoughts are on Channing Tatum playing Gambit in a future X-Men film. But I can't because we had internet issues last night. So my thoughts on it were, you know, I mean, I like Taylor Kitsch. I just think, dude, he's Taylor Kitsch is the guy who played Gambit in Wolf, X-Men uh, Origins Wolverine. And uh, I like him. He's a, he's a good actor. Um, when you watched him on Friday Night Lights, the TV show, he was actually really good. Dude has gotten some really bad <laughs> gigs since. I mean, he was in uh, Battleship. And, uh, he was in a movie that I really liked, uh, John Carter, but unfortunately that movie suffered from, you know, uh, you know, special effects from 1999 and, uh, they, and they called the movie John Carter. I mean, who's going to go see a movie called John Carter? Like, oh, hey, you guys want to go see, you know, Jack Smith this weekend? I mean, seriously, J- uh, John Carter is just a bad name. They should have given it a, like kind of a cooler name, um, But, uh, you know, John Carter is like the inspiration for a lot of uh, science fiction that we watch today. I mean, he's actually, you know, the first um, character that was put into a a different environment on another planet that gained superpowers, which he is the inspiration for Superman. You know, uh, Siegel and Schuster, that's where they got the idea for Superman. This kind of helped them along with that. So. Um you know John Carter, that book and that series is is an inspiration uh to a lot of the you know modern day sci fi it 's unfortunate that the movie didn 't do too well so um but oh well, what you know what can you do all right i 'm going to take a sip usually i 'd take a sip of my drink when somebody else is talking, but like I said before there 's nobody else here to talk to except for my cat who wants to bite the shit out of me so all right, thank you for that um let 's see here. Um, we are going to be doing the uh, meet the leftovers, but you know we're going to have to wait uh, until we get some things worked out. You know what I mean? So, but we're going to hold on. Don't worry, we're going to hold on to all your questions, and um, it's not like we're not going to. We're not it just. I've got all your questions saved. We're going to talk about them in the future. I promise we're going to go over each and every one of them Um, uh, when we do have the Meet the Leftovers episode. Uh, There have been details for the American Horror Story 3 uh, that have been released recently. The new season is titled Coven, and it stars Angela Bassett, Kathy Bates, who we remember her. Most of you will remember her from uh, – the uh, antagonist in Stephen King's Misery movie, which honestly is a better book. I love the book. It's ten times better than the film, and it's even more gruesome, if you can believe that. Uh, Jessica Lange is also back in this third season. Um, as far as American Horror Story is concerned, I loved the first season. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I watched the you know, with the with the boy Tate and, you know, there's ghosts and things like that in the house. The house is haunted. There's, like, a lot of spirits and, you know, demons or whatever in this house. It was amazing. I loved it. Um, now, the uh, the second season, I watched the first episode of the second season and it looked like there were three characters in it and just too much going on. It was weird. I didn't know what... It was just weird. I didn't like it. And after that first episode, I was out. I'm like, I don't even want to give this a second episode. I just did not like it. And I think it was because it was so different from the first season, which I think is cool. I'm not saying that they should have continued from the first season and had it keep going. I think that story had been told and that story was over. And I like how they're doing each season as like a one-shot type of story that they're just telling. And I like that but I just didn't like where this story started. And I don't know if maybe I should have stuck with it. Maybe maybe some people that listen to the show will be like, dude, you should have stuck with season two, man. It was it was the shit. But I just wasn't digging it. So, you know, I was out after that first episode. But season three is going to deal with witches and and witchcraft as well as voodoo in New Orleans. Um, Kathy Bates will be playing an actual historical figure this season as Madame Delphine LaLaurie. Who is infamous for brutal torture of her slaves Um, Then Jessica Lange is going to play a character described as uh, Quote, the wicked witch of the west Named Fiona Uh, She's labeled supreme for her magical abilities And is witch royalty in this world Uh, Descended from Salem Salem casters So the Salem witches Um, She's in that line uh, when a young Salem witch near New Orleans is murdered, Fiona is inspired to leave L.A. and return home. Um, Sarah Paulson plays Fiona's estranged daughter, Cordella, and she acts as headmistress of the witch school, Miss Robichau's Academy for Exceptional Young Ladies. Um, there are apparently two witch clans in the coven. Um And they are mortal enemies. So it's Fiona Salem witches versus the New Orleans voodoo witches, which sounds like a really cool, I don't know, uh, roller derby game maybe. So um, when the uh, school is threatened by the voodoo witches, Fiona and Cordella must figure out the best course of action, uh, whether that's fighting back or attempting peace um so i that gets me really excited so it's like witches versus uh, voodoo witches like that sounds pretty awesome to me i'm in i'm gonna definitely give this like actually more than one episode um so american horror story coven premieres october 9th on fx not fxx the new network that they have uh this is going to be on regular fx um and this is typically where I'd ask the other leftovers their thoughts on this. All right. I'm going to stop saying that after each segment. But, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Um, let's see here. also had some uh, news on the old Ben Affleck Batman stuff. Uh, CEO Kevin Tuzushua. Let me try to say this dude's name, okay? First off, I'll spell it. It's T S U J I H. A R A. So I'm going to try to spell it. I'm going to try to pronounce this, okay? Okay. Kevin Suihara. Su- Kevin Suihara. Eh, it's easy. According to Variety, uh, Yuhara made these comments on Thursday during the Bank of America Merrill Lynch Media Communications and Entertainment Conference. Now, say that 10 times fast. Um, Ben Affleck will play a quote tired and weary and seasoned and been doing it for a while unquote batman in 2015's untitled man of steel sequel so this batman was going to is going to be the tired and weary and seasoned and been doing it for a while batman Uh, he also went on to say that affleck was perfect for the role and the movie was going to be huge i mean okay i agree there i think everybody can agree there it's going to be huge i mean Lots of things can be huge, uh, you know, successes can be huge, and so can critical flops. And I say critical because we all know this film is going to make money. I mean, it's going to be a financial success guaranteed. It doesn't matter, we've said it before, it doesn't matter who you have playing Batman. This movie's going to do good because it's Superman versus Batman or or Man of Steel 2, you know, featuring Batman. Um, but how is it going to perform on Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic, um, you know, Even fanboy blogs and message boards. I mean, even this show that you're listening to right now. You know how how are we going to view this critically? So I mean, yeah, it's going to be huge. Okay, okay. Anybody knows that you you could be a five year old kid and you say Superman and Batman in the same movie and they're going to be like, yeah. Even they know it's going to be a big movie. But okay, anyway. Suyahara, he also said, We think it's the perfect springboard for Batman and Superman. He said, Ben is perfect for the vision of Zach. Uh, ben is perfect for the vision Zach has for the character. The fact that you saw such a passionate response in the blogosphere is really kind of a testament to the love that people have for this character, right? Which I think is a testament for the love that we have for the character and a testament for, like, you know, the love that we don't have for Ben playing the character. I'm not saying everybody feels the way that I do, but um, there's, there's still a lot of people out there that do. Um, it sounds like this movie is going to be influenced, but I'm not sure how much, by Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. Um, you know, Throughout the conference, I guess they were still saying that uh, the plan is to follow up with a Justice League movie. Um, me personally, I still think that a few more characters need standalone movies first. Um, you know, Affleck—he's signed on for multiple movies, but there is no confirmation if any of them are going to be a Batman solo movie. Thank God—that's the last thing I want to see—is a Batman solo movie with Ben Affleck. Let's put him in these team movies. I think that'll help play up maybe do his strengths and watch him interact with some of these other characters and maybe take the focus off of him a little bit. But I don't really want a full, full-on. Ben Affleck Batman movie, where he's like the main guy. Uh, And that's sad that you can't say that about your actor, because if it was somebody else, I, I might be interested in seeing a solo Batman movie. But, you know, yeah, I talk about this every week, and I'm sure some of you that are excited to see Ben Affleck as Batman are getting annoyed with me at this moment in time. So I apologize. I'm still hopeful that this movie can be good. So don't worry about that. I have faith in Zack Snyder, okay? And I have faith in Henry Cavill. So don't worry about that. I'm still looking forward to the movie. Um, I want to see Batman, like I said, in that group dynamic. And and I still want to see how he reacts to Superman, you know, um, and even Clark Kent. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Um, Let's see here. What else? I don't know what I want to talk about. Um, Man, I really wanted to answer you guys' questions this week. I had a lot of fun things that I wanted to talk about. Um... You know what? I was going to talk. We had a uh, listener send us a question about the new uh, J.K. Rowling news, um, the Harry Potter stuff. And uh, out of respect for Jake, because Jake loves Harry Potter, he's probably you know, uh, if he, if he could like ride a uh, a hippogriff and run around on a playing Quidditch, I'm sure he would. He he loves that world, and and um, so I'm going to let him talk about that next week. I'm not going to try to beat him to the punch on this one. Uh, but um, yeah, we'll talk about, we'll answer. Uh, Alexis May, thank you for the question. We'll, we'll we'll go over the question next week and me, Jake and, and Jay and Dan will answer that for you next week, our thoughts on the J.K. Rowling news that came out. Um, I turned on the TV the other night and I thought um, I had traveled back into like 1991 because uh, it was really weird. I I forgot that it was coming back on. It came back on September 9th, but Arsenio Hall was back on TV and it's not repeats. These are his it's his new late night talk show and I was really happy to see him. Um he's been wanting to get this show back off the ground for years and he he, he even spoke about it on uh his uh, appearance on Celebrity Apprentice as a contestant a couple of years ago. Um he's uh I think it was like 7 years he said he's been trying to get this back on the ground. Um, so he 's back on Fox late nights and uh i 'm having a lot of fun watching it i mean arsenio he he is a charming guy and uh he he 's a kind of he 's very friendly he 's very charismatic i mean he's he 's a cool dude and he 's like he 's the only talk show host that chills on a couch i mean that 's awesome you know i mean it's just if i hey if i was going to be on a if i had a talk show dude it 'd be that 'd be sweet he 's on a couch and and uh you know instead of a stiff chair like you know, some of the other talk show hosts. So I think it's pretty cool. Um, I, uh, I was watching um, when he uh, was on Celebrity Apprentice, and I really enjoyed him on that. So when he was talking about coming back to late-night TV, I was really pulling for him and hoped that he could. Um, the night I was watching, he had another um, contestant on Celebrity Apprentice that he was on the sh- season with. Uh he had uh um Gillette and uh from uh, Penn and teller on that night and uh it was really cool because uh he was on with Gillette and when he when they did the show together there's a time when uh Penn Jillette, we you actually heard teller talk, but it wasn't like you didn't see his face you didn't see his lips move it was when um Penn Jillette was on a phone call with him. He was the project manager for a task that they had. And he was on a phone call with him. And you heard through speakerphone, you heard Teller's voice. And I was like, oh, my God, that's Teller. Oh, my God, that's Teller. Holy crap, I've never heard him talk. <laughs> he talks. He's not a mute. It was really cool. Um, but uh, that was a pretty wild moment for me. So I don't know. That was a geek moment for me that I heard him talk. But whatever. Yeah, I'm door. Um... Let's see here. I don't know if I have anything else to cover, really. Um, just a little upset that, you know, we, we're having these internet issues for you guys. Because it's it's nice, you know, going over the news and all. But it's even better when I can interact with other people. So And, and I'm doing this at 7.45 in the morning, Monday morning. I don't have to work today. I took the day off, um, vacation day for me. But... Um, you know, it'd just be nice to hear the other guys some of their uh, comments about this stuff. But I just wanted to you know kind of pack this show with a little bit more information today, other than you know what we had tried to record. But man, it's like, dude, you wouldn't believe it. Like, we'd start recording, five minutes later, I'd stop saying something, and you would like hear like a, a gap, like a crazy gap silence, and it's because uh, the internet was slow, and they were they weren't hearing what we were saying, or we'd sound like robotic. So to them on the other end, because if you don't know, Jay record Jay and Jake record in, um, in an hour and a half away from Dan and I. So you know it's just not possible for us to meet in the same room every week. We can't drive an hour and a half. You know, once a week, every week. Um, it's just it just sucks. And then uh, you know when Chad's on the show, Chad's in Maryland right now. You know he used to join me and uh, uh, Dan here in the in the studio kitchen. And, uh, unfortunately that just doesn't work out anymore. Um, uh, uh hmm. so I don't know. Um, next week we're going to review Hugh Jackman's movie, The Prisoners. Uh, I swear to you, we still do, we still will do Meet the Leftovers, but we're going to wait until we're getting a good, until we're having a good internet night, um, Hopefully we won't have these problems in the future. Hopefully it was just the weather last night. So I don't know um, what I'm going to do now. Is I'm just going to end this segment, the the really crappy one with me, just me that I apologize for first off, and then I'm just gonna we're going to go into um, the segment that we recorded last night with the leftovers. So hey everybody, have a good week, uh, and uh, hey, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. <laughs> Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers. I'm Brian. I'm Dan.
5: I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And, and we're, we're the leftovers. leftovers.
4: All Mm -hmm. right. Hey, it's uh, another week of pop culture leftovers. Uh, This week is going to be our uh, meet the leftover show. Kind of like we're going to get to talk about ourselves, what we do and answer some of the listener questions that you guys posted on Facebook. Um, Next week, we will be reviewing uh, the Hugh Jackman movie, The Prisoners.
1: Can't wait
4: that mo- one yeah me either i mean just the the trailer really looks good. really good it looks like a really good thriller yeah. um so it's something i'm definitely interested in reviewing i don't know if a lot of sites or podcasts are going to be reviewing it but i, I cannot wait to watch this movie can't wait to review it mm-hmm. so absolutely what do you guys thinking you fun. guys excited for the prisoners
3: yeah i'm excited for it i haven't seen too many trailers but that's always fun going into a movie like that for me
4: yeah uh what about jay you there
5: yeah i I don't know too much about this i mean i i you guys have been talking or well Brian you've been talking about it but i I don't really know like you know what the synopsis of this is what it's about so i I haven't seen anything on it yet but I mean what 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 exactly is you know why why are you excited about it
4: well I mean it's a, first off it's a thriller and, and you get the sense that it is a thriller in the trailer um they
1: basically in the trailer, they uh, two, it looks like maybe two girls are kidnapped. Actually, if you want me to read it, I can. Sure. Um, after his six year old daughter, Anna, and her best friend, like you said, two girls are kidnapped on Thanksgiving, uh, small town carpenter Keller Dover butts heads with young, uh, brash detective Loki in charge of the investigation. Basically, what they're doing is they're trying to find. Right. In the, the trailer, the two they say. In the
4: trailer, they stress that after someone is kidnapped, you have 180 hours to find them right before typically uh, right, in most right. cases they, they turn up
1: dead the crazy thing though is they're feeling failed by the law dover actually cap captures the guy he thinks right uh took the two children right so yeah this is definitely a thriller
4: and it's uh hugh jackman and jake gyllenhaal, gyllenhaal yeah. which i saw jake gyllenhaal interviewed by uh jimmy kimmel last week and i I you know watching him in the interview he's a pretty charming guy and and I kind of I kind of like him as an actor yeah Um, you know so it'd be interesting I want to see the dynamic between him and Hugh Jackman playing off each other what's
1: Gyllenhaal play is he the uh, he's the detective Detective Loki yeah yeah yeah. Yeah.
4: so I can't wait to review that movie next week yeah hopefully it's one of those movies that keeps you on the edge of your seat the whole time
1: yeah which Um, we haven't had one of those in a while. Unlike the purge. Unlike the <laughs> purge, yeah. Yeah.
4: Which uh, misfired on some levels, yeah, unfortunately. Hey yeah. J- Jake, I got a question for you. It's here. Why won't you acknowledge your number one fan, like on the show? Are you ashamed? Th- Are you ashamed my, of
3: him? My number one fan.
4: Yeah. Jacob Harmon. Oh, the,
3: the other Jake. Yeah. The other white meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why won't you acknowledge him? he's up for consideration for the leftover <laughs> army <laughs>
4: <laughs> consideration dude this guy all he does is like sing your praises every 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 post is like hey uh watch the show i love the show here's a question oh and i love jake like every there, there's like a there's like a tagline at the end of like it's every hashtag it's love like jake. hashtag we like jake yeah I don't even know if he wants to be part of the leftover army. He just wants to be part
3: of Jake Elliott's army. Ooh, nice. We'll get that started next. That's kind of
4: kind of weird, but you guys can work that out. Um, no, but yeah, I just think it's cool. Like I don't have any fans. So Jake, you have a fan. That is amazing.
3: Yeah. Jake Harmon, my number one fan. My two Jake's mm. Jake Harmon. You're my number one guy.
4: Isn't, isn't the son's name Jake in that show? My, my, my two, I was thinking uh, two and a half men.
3: Oh, yeah. You're
1: perfect. thinking of my two dads. Or perfect strangers because they don't <laughs> know each other.
4: Yeah. So what do you guys think about – did you get the, uh, the Jarvis app? Did anybody download that? Welcome
2: back. How may I be of assistance?
4: The no, time I is
2: a now 7.01 p.m. That's cool. That
5: sounds that awesome. Cool. Well, hold on.
4: <laughs> I'm going to ask uh, Jarvis um, what the weather is.
2: September 15th. The temperature is now 74 <laughs> degrees
4: on. Fahrenheit. Weather patterns indicate it's Paul Bettany, too, yeah. who did that. He did this. It's, it's the new app. Uh, you can get it on the iPhone, I think. I iPad. believe it's just on iOS. It's just on right? iOS yeah. right now, but it's uh, Jarvis. You can download it. It's free. And it actually, if you have the Iron Man 3 Blu ray, it'll work in conjunction with your Blu ray, which you don't have.
3: I don't have the Iron Man three Blu ray, <laughs> um, but I the only reason Brian I would will be want rushing it, out to get the uh, Iron Man Blu ray. <laughs> well,
4: honestly, there is part of that Blu ray that I would like to view. The um is it? It's the Peggy Carter short that was that's on there.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah Marvel mini movie.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's another Marvel mini movie. Like like the Avengers had that one. Yeah, after the Avengers, uh, there's the but there's a Peggy Carter movie in that that I'd love to see I think you might be able to view it online but hold on let me let me ask Jarvis what the weather's like here Jarvis weather
2: weather patterns indicate a cloudy day the current (laughs) temperature readings are 74 degrees
1: that's bad yeah
4: you can ask him other things like um uh let's see here Jarvis Who's Jake's number one fan?
2: For you, sir, anything.
3: Paul <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Wow, okay. That didn't really answer my question. But. <laughs> be careful for when that thing turns into Ultron. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> they need to, like... That'd be cool if it could piggyback off of Siri.
3: Yeah, you can change oh, God, Siri
1: into cool. that voice. Yeah, Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. That would be cool.
4: Um,
1: okay. Uh, At- actually, before you go on, iOS yeah. 7, the new... Uh, update to the new uh-huh. iphones that comes out that comes out wednesday uh-huh. you can change the voice not necessarily that but like right. a british guy
4: oh that'd be cool if they had a what was it kit from night rider if you could yeah, do that that'd yeah. be pretty awesome that would be awesome uh
1: yeah did you know
4: uh kit uh what is it the voice of kit from night rider that was uh mr feeney yeah
1: he'd be yelling at cory the whole. mr
4: feeney from uh boy meets world yeah uh-huh. um Tony Jaa, let's get into news. Um, any, anybody fans of Tony Jaa?
5: Absolutely. Uh,
4: me too, a huge fan. I love him. Uh, Tony awesome. Jaa and Dolph Lundgren are teaming up for an action movie. Uh, if you're a fan of Tony Jaw and, and Dolph Lundgren, I am, uh, then this is great news that these two are going to be working on a movie together. Uh, Tony Jaa, he's known for his martial arts films. Um, I'm a big fan of the Ong Bak trilogy. Um, yes. The Protector, which I believe was that produced or directed by Quentin Tarantino
5: i think he produced it yeah, yeah.
4: Um, he is an
5: amazing fucking martial artist there's no strings attached you know that no kind of thing, he is amazing. Like, he
4: is amazing
5: he's he's been called the next bruce lee but he does amazing shit so right everyone should check him out for sure
4: absolutely definitely watch Ong bach one and two the third one was kind of strange um, yeah <laughs> the uh the protector's really amazing um Uh, But the new movie coming out with Tony Ja and Dolph Lundgren is going to be called Skin Trade. It's going to start filming in early 2014. Uh, here is the synopsis for this film. And I, after reading this, I really wanted to see it. And, and I know this is not like a big Hollywood blockbuster. Right. But, I mean, you get to see somebody from like your childhood, Dolph Lundgren, with uh, with a modern martial artist. Yeah. Um, a tough New York cop, Nick, who is played by Dolph Lundgren, runs afoul of the Russian mob engaged in human trafficking. And they end up killing his wife and daughter for revenge. Determined to make them pay, he follows the kingpin to Bangkok, the hub of their activities. He teams up with a Thai detective, played by Tony Ja, and they decide to wipe out the entire organization and terminate their business entirely. Hmm. Can't wait to see this Ooh, movie. Cool. Um, yeah, it's called <laughs> Skin. Yeah,
5: Dolph Lundgren's looking fucking good, man. Yeah, I saw he is. A, a poster of this already. Yeah. There was something that came out with him on it, but yeah. man. You know, I don't know how old he is, but he's looking awesome. Still, yeah.
4: I mean, if he's he's get, he's pushing sixty, and I mean, wow, he's got to be. Whoa. I mean, he, he looks he looks amazing. He's still in great shape too.
5: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds great, man. I I miss those fucking action movies of the '90s where I could just be dumb, you know, and just watch it and be stupid. Yeah, you know, everybody needs an escape, and that was definitely one of them.
4: Right. Sometimes you just need to turn your brain off, man. I mean, absolutely. That's these movies are just, and the Expendables movies in particular are just a nod, and it's almost like in each scene they are winking to our generation that grew up on this. It's not to be taken seriously. yeah they're just winking at us and saying hey you know yeah here's another cheesy line right you know and it's it's fun that's why i like those movies but skin trade is scheduled to release in late 2014 there's not a set date
1: yet sweet dan um i got some ben affleck non-batman news for you guys uh what yeah (laughs) as reported affleck will be helming the pilot for a crime drama series titled the middleman uh which was actually ordered by fox um and this actually sounds really cool and I'm gonna explain why. Set in Affleck's native Boston, which if you've seen the town, um, I believe in my opinion that's his movie because he is able to play somebody who he's he was ra you know, grew up as you know, being uh like his first two films as a director, described as a classic Boston crime story. It is set in the nineteen sixties and tells the story of Rudy McAteer, an FBI agent charged with taking down the Italian mafia. Um his confidential informant, Irish American gangster Mickey Flood uh, McAteer's efforts and in inadvertently give rise to the irish mob and he finds himself bending the laws as he's governed by there's not much to it except for that right now I, it, the pilot was just ordered by fox oh so it's a fox gonna be, gonna TV be on tv show okay. uh, we don't have any casting um as far as who's going to be in the show all mm-hmm. we know is affleck will be um a part of this attached to it directing
4: hmm, is he going to direct just the first episode or is this going to be an ongoing thing?
1: I heard it was just the first episode, yeah, but...
4: That's what happens with a lot of yeah, these. Yeah, just to
1: try to get it out there. Yep. And, you know, it would be cool. The whole Affleck and Boston thing, like I said, with the town, that was a really good movie. Um, this sounds pretty cool just because it is... Uh, I like anything 1960s, and, and that's right up my alley. Right. No, yeah, cool. it sounds interesting, yeah. Yeah, I'll at least give it a pilot episode. Right. And this is a Fox show, so, you know...
4: Um, I watched three movies this weekend, and I want to Jesus. talk about yeah. Wow. <laughs> my, my girlfriend's on vacation right now, so uh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's his, exactly so. It gave me some time to watch some movies. Uh, first movie that I watched was Now You See Me um, with uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson. Oh yeah, the Magic Movie. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, um, and then it's got uh, uh, what's his name, James Franco's brother in it. Is his name mm. Dave Franco? I
1: think yeah. so.
4: Well, abracadabra, toss this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see magic tricks played on, uh, on screen um, as special effects. That's mm. just my personal opinion. Oh, yeah. Uh, magic in the sense of a magician only works if you're fictional and your name is Harry or Gandalf, in my opinion. <laughs> um, I mean, if you're doing a documentary about a real magician, that's something completely different. Right. That'd be cool. Like right. a Harry Houdini. Sure. You know, documentary mm-hmm. or, or something about, you know, D- uh, David Blaine or something like that. Yeah. I-, I could watch that. But if you're trying to have a movie that's based on real world characters and you use special effects for your illusions, it's just a cheat. Mm. Um, I'd rather watch real magicians with real illusions than actors using special effects. Yeah, I, I can see s- why. The biggest magic trick in this movie, uh, is that it made $117 million domestically.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that went straight to home pretty quick, didn't it? No, it, it four months. Was it four? It's okay. all, they're all four months. Yeah.
4: The only, I think the only movie I remember that was released after three months was, uh, the, it was the Johnny Depp um, Alice in Wonderland movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. They tried it after three months. Um, but, yeah, all movies usually have, like, a four-month break. Unless it's, like, a holiday movie.
1: Yeah.
4: Like, then they'll wait a few yeah. months for it to come out at during that holiday. Right. Um, but, yeah, and it's also getting a sequel. Wow. <laughs> yeah,
5: Jesus. that's right. That's right, it is. Uh, it, yeah. Guys,
4: I'm, I'm not kidding you. I don't know how it did so well in the theaters. I don't think there was anything out that week to maybe compete with it. Yeah. But- well,
5: Brian, like, it... It was one of like the first 3D films, wasn't it? Like that was like the big deal about it. No, I'm talking about now you see me.
1: Oh, okay. He's okay thinking sorry. Of, you're He's thinking, thinking of Alice in Wonderland.
4: Yeah, and yeah. that is getting a sequel too. <laughs> yeah, but Alice in yeah. Wonderland was one of the newer 3D yeah. movies. You're right. I think our just wires got crossed there. Yeah. Um,
5: hey, 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 dude, just stop right here because uh-huh. there's some cutout going on
1: real bad.
4: All right, so um, definitely give uh, Now You See Me a Toss It rating. I uh, was not impressed by that movie. So I think that was one of those movies that just they got lucky because mm-hmm. it was just not really good in my opinion.
1: I saw so much advertising for that movie, too. That's probably what did it for a lot of people.
4: Yeah, and there probably wasn't anything really in the theaters to compete with. Right. Uh, I also watched Ultimate Wolverine vs. Hulk, the Marvel Knights animated film. Mm.
3: It's, uh, oh, I want to see that.
4: Okay. It's uh, written by Damon Lindelof um, with art by Francis Lionel Yu. Uh, this movie was downright awful. What? Um, seriously, top this. I mean, seriously, this. Toss it. <laughs> toss uh. it. You can just toss this right next to Now You See Me. Wow. How
5: did they fuck that up?
4: Um Mar- it's just it was just really bad first off, like you watch like the the like it's not like a flowing movie, it doesn't flow
3: it's f- like a motion comic, I hate that it's
4: a motion comic, but just the story in general like okay first off it's everything is a flashback okay, and you're never caught up to speed. they just don't show you everything in like real time. It's always a flashback and then mm. and then when each episode is like fifteen minutes. And when they end it, you have to watch the credits, and then you have to watch the beginning again. Even if you clicked play all episodes, mm. you have to watch the credits and the intro. And theres an, I don't even know how many episodes there are that mm-hmm. they piece together. It's not like they just could play the whole thing as a movie. You have right. to watch like the credits, the same credits and the same opening credits each time. Oh, my God. Weird. And it takes forever. Um, and it's a movie? Yeah. Yeah, it's a movie. It, it's weird. You can get it at Redbox. Wow. Yeah it well it, they originally were like broken down into mini shows oh, okay. this is where they're supposed to put it all right. together yeah post production but you have to watch each one yeah. as an individual episode Ugh. instead of just putting them all together in a seamless sure. movie um anyway so they show wolverine right at the beginning of the movie they show wolverine ripped in half uh by the hulk who then later in the movie throws his legs 4 miles away from him right So Wolverine's upper half and entrails are and all, they're all uh, out and and he's hauling ass up and down a mountain terrain to find his legs. When he he does find them, the Hulk is holding Wolverine's right and left leg and is threatening to eat one. (laughs) And if you don't believe me, I'm going to play a clip.
2: So which one do I eat, Logan? Right or left? Your call. Never see that movie Sophie's Choice. <laughs> <laughs> me Three seconds. Big, Loud big voice. Right or left? Two people at the mansion ain't allowed at poker night. Balls for all these reasons. <laughs> what? And me, because I can smell a bluff from a hundred clicks away. Two. Banner ain't bluffing. sure? You're gonna eat my freaking leg in front of me you ask me about sure? <laughs> you're taking this way too personally. If I don't eat your leg, you're just gonna stick it back on and come running after me. <laughs>
3: Holy shit! Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: gonna come He's running got a point. after you even if I have to stick a branch in my damn stump.
1: <laughs> what the fuck was that? I know. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, why? Jesus.
1: <laughs> Obviously, you're gonna run back
3: obviously you're gonna <laughs> run after me okay th- okay that's
4: Toss like it. <laughs> later there is a scene where bruce banner is uh seeing a therapist and she mentions if he's worried about betty ross thinking he's impotent and, what? He-, and he gets angry he turns into the hulk and we see the hulk yell Hulk not impotent.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, no. I, I think at that point he throws the therapist out of the window because something goes flying out of the, the, the window. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, th- then, they, then they show some guys that work with Banner on a ranch, and they ask him what he's eating for lunch. He tells them he's eating a sandwich. And, got, and one guy, he asks him what kind, and he says tomato, lettuce, and, tofu- and tofurkey which is turkey-flavored tofu. He explains that he's a vegan, and they all laugh at him and make fun of him, and then he turns into the Hulk and kills them. (laughs) He screams, Tofurky not funny! And then he proceeds to tear a bunch of cows apart.
1: What the
3: hell? Wow! Sounds terrible. (laughs) Okay,
4: and it just gets better from there. There's a part where he talks to another mutant who's in a toilet... So he's talking – there's a guy's head who pops out of the toilet and he's a mutant and he's talking to him. So there's a toilet scene. Um, there's a part where Wolverine is dreaming and uh, he's dr- he meets a talking panda in a bamboo field and naturally they start fighting. Um, <laughs> who wins? Well, then Wolverine screams, what's black and white and red all over? You! <laughs> and then he proceeds to punch the panda wow it's bad I couldn't that get through good. the whole movie I don't blame. could you. not get through the whole movie I toss it I can't I couldn't watch it I got I tried I really wanted to f- try to finish this when they introduced She-Hulk and I just couldn't get I couldn't get through it I think I'm getting sick now,
3: now those those lines weren't in the original Lindelof Ultimate Wolverine vs. Hulk miniseries that's not an exact adaptation of that <laughs>
1: it's horrible that's-
4: this was That's horrible. oh my
3: god. I was expecting something a lot better
4: than what I watched. <laughs> it was really bad. And save your money, even if it's Redbox for a buck twenty. Right. If you want a good laugh, watch yeah. it, I guess. Check uh, out
3: that trade paperback, though. That was initially a good comic story. It was good, yeah. yeah.
4: Until they shit on it. <laughs> it was really bad. Uh, finally, I watched a movie today uh, called The Spectacular Now. Um, starring Miles Teller, who's actually been rumored recently as being Reed Richards in the next Fantastic Four movie. Uh, this movie uh, also stars Shailene Woodley, who was cast as Mary Jane in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, her scenes have since been removed from that movie. We don't know if she'll be returning as Mary Jane. But uh, this movie it won a special jury prize award at the Sundance Film Festival for acting in a drama. Um, it's directed by James Ponsult. Uh, writers were uh, Scott Newstatter, and the novel, uh, the original novel from which it was taken from, was written by Tim Tharp. Uh, this movie was a Tupperware for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. It followed uh, Miles, uh, Miles. It followed Miles uh, Teller, who played the character of Sutter, and then Shailene Woodley was Amy. Uh, they were both two kids in their late teens. Uh, Sutter is like the popular guy in school, and uh, he, but he he's going nowhere in life. Mm-hmm. And uh, he loses his girlfriend, but he meets Amy, and that changes his life forever. Um, There's a lot more to their meeting and to the ex-girlfriend and things like that if you watch the movie. Um, But it's not something you'd see on ABC Family. This is not campy. It's not silly. It's real. There are funny parts in it that make you laugh. Uh, The character of Miles is really likable. You really like this guy. You want to see the best things happen for him in life. Uh, but you get—it's really compelling. You really get engaged in the characters and their dialogues, and and, and you know what they're talking about. Um, it, it is a good drama. Uh, Bob Odenkirk is actually in this movie. He plays Miles' uh, boss's jo- uh, boss at uh, Miles' job. Uh, cool, nice. Kyle Chandler, uh, who I'm a big fan of, Kyle Chandler from uh, his work on the TV series Friday Night Lights. Mm. He uh, he has a really good role in the film. Uh, it was a great movie, Tupperware all the way. It's in the it's in limited release, um, uh, but remember, it's called The Spectacular Now. And uh, once you see this film, I think you'll be a fan of this young actor Miles Teller. Uh, and and like me, you can see a little bit of Bill Murray in his acting. Wow. Um, I kept thinking if they ever rebooted the Ghostbusters, that he is my first choice as vankman Wow. Um, I mean this. This guy's he's talented. Mm -hmm. He's he's a good actor. Um, Really enjoyed him. And uh, I I could definitely see him taking the reins of, like, a big movie later on down the road. Yeah. So um, let's see here. Watch the Mortal Kombat uh, Legacy 2 trailer. Yeah. Did you watch that, Dan? Yeah. Did anybody else watch that?
3: I did. Yeah, I checked it out.
4: Uh, It's It's amazing. It's really cool. Uh, Mortal Kombat Legacy Season 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a uh, web series
3: on YouTube. Now, like, I didn't watch season one. Did anybody watch season one? I didn't. Yeah, it was amazing, didn't it? Just start out as like a home project, even too. The I th- legacy stuff. I think it.
4: I think so.
3: Um, I
4: know that. I think they were inspired by that video game trailer with uh, uh was it Michael Jai White when he did yes. like the. And so they, they, they were wanting to do n- new movies, but it right. just didn't turn into movies. They just started to do like the web series. So I haven't seen the first season, but no. like, this piqued my interest, and now I, I want to go back and watch it.: Right: first I season. wasn't even
1: aware there was this first season until we heard about this this past week, and um, I was a huge fan of the movie adaptations of the video game. Even though they were really campy and they I like the first one when it first came out. The yeah. second one was horrible. Yeah, yeah, the first one was really good, and uh, I'm excited to see that it's a Luke Kang you know, season two about him. You know what I mean? Well, this yeah,
3: doesn't. I like Oh, sorry, guys.
1: It's just not. A, it's not. It, this is not directly following those movies. This is. A
3: oh, movie. I know. Yeah.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah,
3: it um, takes like it a lot Luke. more seriously. Yeah. It's oh yeah. Here is campy. It's it's very neat if you like Mortal Kombat.
1: Yeah, definitely check the trailer out. I mean, it's definitely worth a look at. Now they said Casper Van Dien of uh, Starship Troopers plays
4: Johnny Cage.
1: Yeah, um, that's perfect. Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, Shang Tsung uh, is played by the original actor from the '90s movie. Right. Um, that trailer was really cool its it 's a lot yeah you
5: almost have to do that
4: right oh yeah, he was so good yeah um it 's a lot grittier uh the characters just look way more fleshed out than they did in that ninety in those nineties movies. It got- This is definitely uh, something that's on my radar now. Raider. This is something definitely (laughs) on my radar. This is is definitely on my radar now and something I think that I'll uh, go back and just watch uh, the first season.
1: I do have a question for you. Were you a fan of the video games? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I
4: remember playing the arcade game first. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was really cool. Uh,
4: and then when when it came out on the systems, I had I did not want to have to deal with the fucking like the blood code. Oh yeah. So I bought the Sega CD, which is the only one that you could pop the disc right in and be ready for the blood. It, yeah, it had the blood right there right. and there. You didn't have to enter in a blood code. It's like <laughs> the Super Nintendo had like when you punched them, it's like the gray sweat came oh, off. Yeah. of Oh yeah, yeah. Stupid stale. So. Yeah, that's that's what made all us kids violent when we're right. kids watching yeah. fake blood. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> because there was never violence with anybody before never. Mortal Kombat. Never. Kids were just well-behaved and yeah. never got into right. anything. Ugh, stupid.
2: stupid.
4: Uh, but you can watch the second season when it drops, September 26th, yeah. on Makanima's YouTube channel. I'm just- all right, and we're back uh, because we've had some ish- uh, internet issues tonight. I don't know... It's just speeds or something. So I apologize if uh, we're going in and out of discussion here. Um, the Flash has been cast for Arrow season two on the CW. Um, the Hollywood yes. Reporter has uh, broke news that the Glee star Grant Gustin will be Barry Allen and will debut in season uh, in episode eight. Excuse me. Uh, he'll he'll also have an appearance in episode nine and episode twenty. Uh, my guess is that episode 20 will be for the Flash origin story. Um, for comic readers, any comic readers that we have out there, Jeff Johns will have the writing duties on those Flash episodes. Um, as far as Grant Gustin's past works, he was a recurring character in Glee uh, as a member of the Warblers, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> He's also appeared on CSI Miami and the new 90210. Um, Arrow premieres October 9th on the CW, um, I personally really don't have any opinion on the casting. I'm not familiar with the actor, so I can either endorse or oppose the casting. I don't know what do you guys think.
5: Yeah, I'm I'm not super familiar with him either. I I saw some pics today of him, and you know he he definitely looks kind of the Barry Allen part. So, you know that that's a good sign. But yeah, I mean I think they're gonna. I, I don't know from what i've seen of the arrow season two trailers and whatnot it looks awesome so i I have full faith and especially you know just with with uh trying to tie in uh a cool character like the flash that's a good sign with with green arrow who i already like but season one was kind of ho-hum for me and i I know a lot of people liked it but it was pretty kind of ho-hum and this looks like it takes it to the upteenth, you know, level as far as like, you know, the way they film it, the cinematography, even like the score for the trailers is really cool. So I'm definitely looking forward to that.
4: I was really surprised by season 1. I'm, I like I said I'm only 6 episodes in, but I was having a lot of fun with it. I think it's a good show.
5: It was cool seeing people like fucking Deadshot and Deathstroke and having a character that you know he's not perfect by any means; he fucking kills people on the show, <laughs> so that was pretty interesting, not what I expected and uh this this adds a whole new element to it. you know I mean, are they gonna open this up further uh you know with the flash and maybe some other characters so I mean, we know that uh Black canary's in this next season too, so that'll be interesting to see that.
4: Well, we're yeah, but see it's weirdly really weird because Black Canary uh the one from the comic books, her character's already been introduced into season 1. Uh Dinah Lance, Dinah Laura Lance. So right. a lot of people are thinking that this is like Black Canary that will eventually train her to yeah, be Yeah, kind of
5: an origin of origins, right. yeah.
4: Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to season 2, but I got like I said, I got to knock out 18 episodes of season 1 before I get there, so Yeah, me too. That's quite the task. Um, That's a marathon. Yeah, it is. I've got vacation not this week but the next week. I'm just going to use my vacation and knock those out.
5: Yeah, it will be a nice vacation.
4: Uh, Bill and Ted 3, uh, we talked about some news a few weeks ago in a previous podcast. I had mentioned that Bill and Ted 3, that the script had been written, and apparently it's been done since 2011. So (laughs) what's the holdup? Um, You know, Alex Winter in in the interview that I mentioned sounded really positive that the movie would be made, but there were comments made by Keanu Reeves this past week that were very contrary. Uh, They were pretty cryptic statements that he made, too. He was at the Toronto Film Festival. He told MTV, quote, "...it's a long story. There's a lot of subterfuge and conspiracy theories." There's a whole thing. I might have to do one of those independent press conspiracy, other name kind of statements explaining why it hasn't happened yet. But it's pretty dark out there. He also went on to say, there's all sorts of stuff and it just can't, it just, there's darkness out there that keeps it from happening. It's that part of the story where it's looking grim. It's the dark period of the idea. So, I mean, this really contradicts what Alex Winter had said back in March, that there was no drama or legal issues. I mean, it's really all confusing, and I hope that this gets straightened out, because I personally would like to see a Bill and Ted 3. Yeah. Because, this, guys, it's not like this is Ghostbusters and we're going to tarnish some fanboy legacy. I mean, it's not Star Wars. This is Bill and Ted. It's just fun. It's silly. It's not like if they fuck this one up, people are going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe they ruined Bill and Ted for me.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the legacy is destroyed right
4: so i think it'd be fun to see you know bill and ted 20 years later what they've done with themselves i mean has wild stallions done anything yet you you know it'd be interesting to see yeah yeah so this is like where uh we had to stop last night i think we were all frustrated and uh just I mean, the audio that not the audio, but the internet was just running slow and there were storms and things like that, some rain and stuff. So maybe that had something to do with it, but uh, there's one uh more story that I wanted to go over with real quick uh before I wrap the show up and I, and for all of you that are actually listening to this hour of uh content, thank you. And we did the best we could and I'm trying to like stitch something together um that 's uh i don 't know worthy but it 's really bad and I apologize so by the time I get done with this quilt you 're going to have a you 're going to think your uh grandmother has uh, dementia, so I apologize for uh, what i 'm about to what i 'm about to upload tonight uh, Star trek into darkness hasn 't been received very well critically by fans, even though it made over four hundred and sixty five million dollars. And has an 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. So last episode, I talked about how Bob Orsi told his Twitter followers that were naysayers of um, Into Darkness to fuck off. Uh, And now it looks like J.J. Abrams is blaming uh, some of the critical reception on the Star Trek video game. Uh, Digital Extremes had released a third-person action-adventure video game called Star Trek. In April, that used the likenesses of Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto for Kirk and Spock. The actors lended their voice talents to the roles. Uh, The game didn't follow the same story of the film and focused on Gorn, on the Gorn. And the game was not received very well by fans at all. So Abrams had this to say. To me, the video game could have been something that actually really benefited the series and was an exciting, fun game with great gameplay and instead it was not and was something that i think for me emotionally it hurt because we were working our asses off making the movie and then this game was out this game came out and it got this isn't even my opinion it got universally panned and i think that it was something without question that didn't help the movie and arguably hurt it um i'm sorry but i've never even heard of this game i'm not i'm not a gamer so for me, my opinion, it had nothing to do with the movie, um, yet it hurt this movie. That's uh, a pretty bizarre statement coming from Abrams. You know, I did learn later that J.J. Abrams and his team were involved in the game development at first, and then apparently there were some creative differences, and he backed out of the project. So maybe that statement... Uh, there's a little hard feeling still left over, and that's why he's wanting to play the blame game. So, um, you know, I'll admit that there's some things in the uh, Star Trek uh, Into Darkness movie that people are kind of nitpicky about. You know, um, I think, uh, what, what's the one? Uh, why the Enterprise was underwater, and uh, people are just thinking, like, you know, the movie makers did it just so it would look cool, uh, and there was really no science reason behind it. Um, you know and, and people were you know like and then then they would say you know like well you had to keep the starship enterprise out of sight you know for the um for the uh, the, the natives you didn't want them to see this technology um and, well, I mean, a lot of people were saying, well, why couldn't they just be out in orbit or something like that? And I think uh, Orsi and Kurtzman, uh, they did explain the reason on uh, on, a, on a show that I had heard. They said something about gravitational pulls and the volcano and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it made sense coming from Orsi. But, I mean... I don't know. Maybe we are a little bit too nitpicky, but I I think it'd be cool if they just didn't recycle a story that we've seen before and just do like a role reversal. They need to do fresh, stories. I mean, we've already seen the story of Khan. We didn't need it retold differently. And anytime you retell a movie that beloved, you're going to tarnish something. So, stay away from those stories, especially the beloved stories. Just do something new. I mean, let's see some uh, Klingons. Let's see that Klingon War. I mean, we got a taste of what the Klingons look like and it was kind of like, "Oh my god, oh my god, a Klingon. Okay, they're all dead." Wow. And so it's like, "Come on, let's let's give us what we wanted." Um, You know, regardless, I think it was a really cool movie. I liked it. I gave it a taste it, if you remember. Uh, I enjoyed it. I'll probably watch it again. It wasn't like Iron Man 3 where it just totally took a crap on the film, in my opinion. Um, You know, uh, know, some of the other things just have some suspension of disbelief, you know. I mean, it's science fiction. and, And regardless of whether, you know, the Starship Enterprise should be underwater. I mean, it was really cool looking watching it rise up out of the ocean on that uh, on the planet of Nibiru. It was pretty cool. Um, but uh, that's the only thing I really wanted to say. I thought that was a pretty bizarre statement that he would blame it on the video game um, that why is it wasn't so critically well received by, you know, certain fans. So, all right. Hey, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, maybe I'll play a little bit of bonus content at
0: the end after the
4: end credits. So, stick around. Bye.
2: There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps dropped by the cool kids. it's,
3: It's a trap.
2: And toss it good and it, Do we love it? Hey, let's race it. Clean erase it. let and embrace it. Tupperware party. party. Culture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture, push over. Pop culture, and leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's this say has already been said. Yeah. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing. That is pop culture leftovers
3: Trap!
2: Good and to toss it, good, to taste it, do we love it? Hey, let's race it, can't erase it, let's embrace it, Tupperware party! Subculture spill over like a vulture carryover, counterculture over. pop culture, left over. And with the uncool kids, what's to say already been said, left over. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture, left over. It taste it. do we love it hey let's face it can't erase it let's embrace the tupperware party subculture spill over like a vulture carry over counterculture pushovers. pop culture leftovers and with the uncool kids what's to say already been said leftovers Pretty sure the only talent is the band that's singing this
1: pop culture leftovers but they, they, they throw like the worst things possible for a human being together into five, you know, one thing. Right. So instead of eating 500 calories, you're eating 2,500 in one spoonful, you know what I mean?
3: My volume's really low. On your side? Yeah. I can't. Yo. Yo, yo. Yo, uh, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, ding dong, yo. There
1: we go. Okay. It, it was must that. Been, yeah. yeah. There we go. I'm drinking Ice House tonight. What? <laughs> Four pack for 2.99. That is It's ice brewed though, baby. Below freezing. Plank Road Brewery, never even heard of it. That's just like a couple of streets down the road. <laughs> <laughs> there is an address on here. Decatur, Illinois. <laughs> I think my neighbor makes that shit in his tub. <laughs> <laughs> he pays more know. for the can. <laughs> <than> <laughs> That's for the actual ingredients. In his tub, <laughs> he's got a he's got a rolling ice house. Well, he and well, he
4: saves time too. He's bathing at the same time,
1: Ooh. so he's like, "That's what I taste." Yeah, a little bit of that human flesh mixed with a little bit of soap, soap shavings. Well, what the shit? My computers aren't as slow as fuck.
4: Oh shit! It's gonna
1: be one. Yeah. Have them record on their end. No, <laughs> they can. We can just put a show out, which isn't to answer our questions. You guys completely disconnected. We're here. Yeah. Okay. Hello.
5: Yeah. Oh, there was god. a disconnection on Skype. Oh god! Fuck the Help. back.
1: Here okay. we go. Here
4: we go. I'm, my computer's going slow as fuck. Anyway. What the fuck is going on? I'm just... Are you guys still on?
1: What the fuck is that? Sounds like a robot dog. What the fuck? It's an Amber Alert. I'm.
4: I'm just. I'm gonna cancel the whole. Internet connection
2: problem. Set me free. Why don't you, baby? Get out my life. Why don't you, baby? Cause you don't really love me. You just keep me hanging on. Get out of my life. This is my fucking anthem and you hurt me. Get away.
4: Hello, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast where three guys are gonna
1: fart. <laughs> 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 And uh, Uh. one guy's going to pass out because uh, he can't stand the smell of it all. Cool. uh, Uh. Anyways. (laughs) Hey, Uh, what's uh, going uh, on, man? Uh, uh,
3: (laughs) I thought I was like like, the fart machine there for a second.
1: (laughs) 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 Michael Winslow from Police Academy
4: (laughs) (laughs) over there doing sound effects. I just
1: watched that. Oh, Friday night, too. Uh, they- uh, that's yeah. that's me opening a door. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Griffin doing that is way funnier
4: though. All right, now you guys talk. Hello, balls <laughs> That's a little. It's tinty yeah. or something.
1: Tinty. Yeah. Brian just tinted his windows. Tinty. Tinty. No. Talk. Talk again. Talk more. How's it going? What's happening? It doesn't sound good.
3: Hmm. It's kind of too much bass.
4: It's kind of all over the place. Too
1: much bass okay slapping the bass
3: that was a little bit better slapping You
1: saying okay hello hello hello. Uh, no turn down the turn the treble up a little bit now
5: yeah if i can do that
4: that yeah. sounded actually good i think maybe just move away from the mic a little bit i don't know are you too close yeah maybe i was too close there you go a little bit louder and you're good hello
3: that's perfect yeah keep talking Checking the record okay how does this sound guys uh-huh. Dude,
1: sounds, you're fine. We're not good. even talking about you right now. You're, go- <laughs> <laughs> you're golden. What
3: the fuck? Sorry for being fine. Jesus. <laughs> you're
1: golden. <laughs> no, you sound. Sa- you guys sound good. I've been keeping up with your uh Wayne's manner
3: the other day. Did you ever find your keys? Or uh, or uh, 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 I page. Yeah, it's not started. like I was <laughs> I definitely I mean, I want to do it, but ooh. I'm going to fuck that shit up hard too the first time probably.
1: Yeah. yeah, see, get it going. Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: <sighs> oh yeah, there's a the beat.
1: Pump it up, yeah. Wow. Your feet are thumping. And Let Brian champion. get in his mode. Look
3: at the crowd and
1: jumping. I gotta Pump hear the hook up, though. A
2: little more get the party going on the dance floor. See, cause that's where the party's at, and you find out if you do that.
4: I've never listened to this song with clothes on. This is the first time. Get
2: your booty on
4: the floor do they play this on the porch, Jake? When you're throwing the ones?
3: No, that's pour some sugar on me. Uh, Do you remember the Technotronics song from uh Ninja Turtles 2? What Ninja Go, Ninja Ninja Go Ninja Go? That, that no, was the uh the that was been a ice, was
1: that's jam.
4: Hey, did you guys get the, um, did you guys get the email that I sent with your parts? Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I got like high school.
4: Somebody make her fucking day.
2: I would too <laughs> if she was here. Stop
0: it. That would be hilarious
1: if you could incorporate this into the show tonight. I'll throw it in there somewhere. Are we? So are we not doing the uh, silver linings tonight? What's our? Oh no! At the end of the show, we're
4: gonna do the poop linings playbook. The J. Okay. That J made. So I'm gonna throw that in. That'll be the last thing. That, okay. That-
1: and what music do you have playing? Huh? Behind that?
4: It, I went to royalty free music He's got, and just play whatever. And, and I found some horror music. You got? You want to hear
1: it? We you heard, heard it. it. Yeah, we heard it last week. We're good.
4: Okay. All right. But, hey, I got, I do have a few things like random Brian thoughts that I'm going to bring up throughout the show. So like at the beginning, because like just shit that I've written down. And then we're going to just go into Jay. Do you you you've got a lot of notes, I'm sure,
1: don't you? Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. I got a few too. Lots. I mean, FYI, I do have some.
4: So I mean, I want everybody to like have a chance to bring up everything that they want to on this show. If the show's a long one, don't. I mean, don't worry about time. If it's a long one, I'll purchase the extra ten dollars to get us the two hundred more megabytes.
3: So it's. No big right, yeah, deal. I just got um the Hangover three and then the, uh, the the bar list and all that stuff. <clears throat> okay. Cool. So everybody's
4: got their bar list. Yeah. Okay, I've got
3: to yeah. get. I've got to get my phone then because
4: my phone has the
3: bar list.
4: Yeah, I have it I'm right here. My if phone you need in. to look at That's this, where my bar
3: list is, and I got to make sure it doesn't Characters crash out on with. me.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I'll pop this up whenever you're ready. Yeah, you just give please, it to you. please. I do want to say something about SNL and Bill Hader leaving too. Okay, oh, I, I, I'll talk about that. Yeah, because I, I think that. we're all for, uh, fans of his.
4: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, bring it up, man.
3: Yeah. What's the other guy's name? Tear him, kill him. Is that you? Watch, you eating there, Bixby. Sandwich. What kind of sandwich?
2: Leave him alone, Pat. I just want to know what kind of sandwich our friend Bixby fixed himself today. Is that so? Lettuce, tomato, and tofurkey. <laughs> 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 what the hell's tofurkey? I've been working this ranch with you boys two weeks now, Pat And every day we go through this How amusing it is that I'm a vegan You didn't answer my question It's tofu, Pat Tofu that tastes like turkey <laughs> Well, at least the cows ain't got nothing to worry about <laughs> Not they say about men who don't eat meat, Bexby.